Welcome to God's Amazing Grace. I'm your host, Sean Lotus. And on today's episode, we've got a special friend. I kind of call him a brother from another mother. It's Ovidas Cheatham's. And I'm going to have him kind of give you guys a message of what's on his heart and how he feels about things going on today and stuff. Welcome, Sean Ovidas. Thank you, Sean. I appreciate it. Uh, it is truly an honor to uh, be a part of this new um, podcast that you have created. As, as Sean has said, my name is Ovadis Cheatham. I currently live in Fort Wayne, Indiana. I've been here for the last 20 plus years. Um, I hail from Muskegon, Michigan, where I grew up with Sean as we attended Central Christian Academy back in 1980. That's before a lot of you were born. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, it, it doesn't seem like it's been that long, but it, is, it has been a long journey. It truly has. Yeah, it has. So, but get before you get started with your little message, get a little bit into your background, what you've studied. You know, kind of give them just give them a little background of of your studies and stuff, and part of your journey. Okay. Okay. Um, well, my background really goes back um, quite a ways, really, from when I was born. Um, my father was a career Navy man, um, so I had the opportunity of traveling across the U.S., um, and it was truly a blessing when I look back at it, because my father... Uh, made it a point, or should I say my parents made it a point to expose my brother and my sister and I uh, to various cultures. Um, and that has really helped me along the way. Um, on top of that, it's one of those situations where once I finished high school from West Shore Christian Academy, um, I pursued the uh, ministry um, I attended Taylor University, but at that point, my freshman year, I just wasn't ready at that point to uh, be in college. Um, my mind was everywhere, but where it needed to be. So I took several years off um, from, from formal schooling and just worked various jobs. Uh, I eventually, I ended up with a bachelor's degree from Taylor University here in Fort Wayne in uh, pastoral ministries. After that, um, it was one of those situations where I wanted to continue my education and I finished up with a master's degree in psychology from the University of Phoenix. So... You have a, not, a lot of knowledge. You're a lot smarter than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't stand high school, let alone. College. Well, yeah, it's 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 been a, it's been a struggle. Oh, I believe it's it. definitely been a struggle. I believe it. So, but 
now where are you at? What what exactly are you doing in life? You know, are are you happy in what you're doing or, you know, kind of going a little bit into that. Okay. Okay. Um, currently, I am a behavioral consultant. Um, I worked with the mentally challenged um, throughout Northeast uh, uh, Indiana. That's not me. Um, I'm not mentally. <laughs> He's not. And no, Sean is not one of my clients. <laughs> uh, over overall, I I can't honestly say that I'm happy. I I I still feel like you're missing something. Uh, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like something's just not right, you know? Um, but it's one of those things where, um, over the years, um, I've had many bad experiences, uh, with the church concerning, um, just being able to minister and that type of thing. Um, and so my heart still longs for that. But it's one of those situations where I, 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 I've been to every mainline denomination except for the Catholics and the Lutherans in terms of being able to minister. Well, the Catholics, Catholics you got to be cel- or celibate or whatever, isn't, don't you? Um, to the best of my knowledge, yeah. <laughs> and that's not going to happen. <laughs> Let, let's let's keep it real. That's that's not going to happen. Um, that is not that is not one of the gifts that God has given me. So me either. no no no. So definitely, um, it's it's like I said. It's been a journey. It's been heartbreaking because a lot of the experiences that I've have actually went through, um, the hurt actually comes from the church. You know, and, and that's where we're a lot alike. You know, yeah, there's past things that have gone on as far as divorce and stuff that have hurt, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff in my life, too, that right. the church has done. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, if you don't mind, I'd like to be transparent as much as possible. Be as transparent as possible. Okay. And for, for me, uh, let me just give you a little background uh, about what that really means and what gives me the authority, the right to be able to speak on this issue. Um, like I said, I am 55 years old, the uh, father of six children. Um, it's one of those situations where I have been married and divorced four times. Um, I have lost each of my um, ex-spouses to other men. They want to pursue other relationships. Um, And because of that, the church has um, ostracized me. Um, It's one of those things where I've even had one minister tell me that um, I couldn't be ordained in his uh, denomination because of my divorce. Um, it's one of those things where he, you know, he told me that they would ordain Charles Manson before they would ordain me. Um, that was a breaking point for me. Um, since I became a Christian, I have, like I said, I have been divorced 
and remarried four times. I am currently on my fifth marriage right now. And when I say fourth, one of them I had married and divorced twice. Okay. And so for, for me, I have literally financially been bankrupt. I have been to jail. I have been through um, numerous encounters um, with the police. I have been through just various, various things. I've done my share of promiscuity. I've done my share of drinking, um, drugs, that type of thing. And once I became enraged with anger, uh, it's one of those things where I honestly, and I don't recommend it to anybody, but I, I called myself chewing God out. Oh, I've been there. I've been there. You know, I think when you're describing every step of the phase that when you're going through life, like with divorce, you go through that period of not caring what happens to you. You go, you go, you know, you go out drinking and partying Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. trying to forget. Then you get to that anger point which I've done the same thing. I've got really angry and I've had the cops called on me for it. And so Mm -hmm. I, to me, I thought I was trying to fight to save my marriage. Right. Right. But in all actuality, it was going through these phases. You know what I'm saying? You're going to each step and you're trying to make them change their mind by doing these things mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it doesn't work yeah um, th- th- that's one of the things that I wanted to talk about is one of those situations where a lot of people who are Christians um, they, they sorry my wife was talking to me um, it's one of those situations where they they do everything that the Bible tells them to do they do the, what what is considered the right things in relationships, in marriages, yes. and in and, and situations. And a lot of times, that other person changes. Yeah. Either that you know they they change from the standpoint of walking away from God. Um, they may turn to drugs. They may trade. You know, um, change to. Um, very situations out there sleep basically sleeping with every time they can hear yes yes (laughs) and that other person is one that's left holding the bag yes you know um and it's one of those things where those are the ones that tend to get uh chewed up by the church yes you know where the person who commits the sin um has the fallacy of, of of situations they they seem to just get a pass. Well, yeah, and, and I was told that because I was the head of the house, I was responsible for everything. Because I'm the man of the house, I'm responsible. Right. right. But you can't change somebody's will. That that is true. That is true. They, they say divorce is a selfish process. Uh, that that. 
That is debatable. <laughs> I'm not saying it, it's on on the person that doesn't right. want right. the divorce. It's the person that yeah. wants the divorce. Right. They're right. not caring. They're not thinking about anybody else but themselves. But themselves. Right. Right. And it's so it's so de- devastating. Yeah. Um, because you you feel like the church should be the one to to hold your hold your back. You know that that type of thing, um, but like I said, those are the ones that tend to, you know, um, ostracize. You know, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, they do hold you back. Oh yes, definitely. They say you, you can't know, do this. I, you can't do that because divorce is a sin. Right, right. But they're the ones that wanted a divorce. So we had to. We, there was no thing that we could do about it. We prayed about it. We did whatever. But in the long run, if they still want the divorce, it's on them. It should be on them. Yeah, yeah. And and, and you're just screwed. That's all there is to yeah. it. That's you're all screwed all the way around. Yes. All the churches tell you you can't minister in the church. You can't do this. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Well, maybe you can get in the choir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe <laughs> if you sing good enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. And for for me, it has been. Uh, let's see, the last time I was in ministry formally was 1990. Uh, was the last time that I was, uh, like I said, formally in the ministry. Um, I do miss it. I miss the the people. I miss um, putting sermons together and, and preaching and that type of thing. But at the same time, I, I look at the way the world is today. And wow, you know, a lot yeah. of churches, they're, they're it, it, and this is just my opinion, they're not preaching the gospel. No, they're, they're doing what the world wants them to do. They're, right. they're basically following the world. Right. You know, I, I can't I can't remember the last time that I heard a, a sermon on um, on hell. <laughs> um, you know, but yet we live in a society now where you have TV shows like uh, Lucifer. Luc- yeah, Lu- I was gonna say that. Yep. <laughs> you know, and and it's like wow, and and then and then you have shows like um, Charmed. A lot of the kids are into, yeah, uh, into, they're that, really into you know, that. Yeah, yeah. And and so that's where my heart is at. If if I were to go into ministry again, I would minister to those people who who, who have been uh, burnt by the church, so to speak. Yes. Yes. You know, because they they still love God. Um, they're mad. They're, actually, they're mad at God. A lot of them. Yes, because they feel like okay, here I'm trying to do your work, but yet it's your people who are trying to destroy me. You know. Um, well, and then, then then somebody will say to you on that when you come along across that when one door shuts, another one will open. Right. But you open that door, and the same thing happens. I mean, it yeah. keeps going and going and going, and finally you say, "Enough! I am not going to step foot in church ever again." I, I do still. I still go to church. I don't have a home church right now, um, because I, like I said, having having the the education that I have, the experience that I have, 
the ministers can't pull the wool over my no. eyes. You know, I mean, I, I, I'm the type of person that I take my Bible to church with. Yes. You know, but now people get to the point where they don't. No, they don't. And 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 scripture is so easy to twist. Well, well a lot of the churches that, that you go to now, too, they put the scriptures right up there on the they make it a convenient to where you don't have to read it on yes. the Bible. They put it up there on their little yes. um, screen. Yes. Right. Well, my, my thought on that, Sean, is, you know, I mean, if you can't go to church and, and, and read the word for yourself, um, you're not gonna do it. there's a problem with yeah, that. You're not going to do it at because home? If, if, you're, you're not going to do it at home. There's, there's definitely no way that you're going to do it at home. You know, you you might you might watch some TD Jakes or some Kenneth Copeland or or whatever um, on TV every once in a while and call it a day. But I rather doubt that an individual that doesn't take their Bible to church with them are sitting at home and diving into His Word. Nope. I I just don't see it. I just don't see it. Nope. They don't. They don't take enough time to bring their Bible to church, and, and you know they're not going to take enough time to read the Bible. That's true. That's true. And so, so many churches nowadays, it's you know they got to have the the donut shop and coffee, coffee shop, shop yeah. and, and you know I'm like okay, people are greeting them each other um, as soon as they hit the parking lot. Yep. But you you get in when it's time for worship. The music is so flat because people are still thinking about getting another oh, donut. The football game is coming getting on. Another donut. Drink another cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cup of coffee. Uh, I'm, I'm out of donuts here. You know that type of thing. So I, I'm I'm old school. Yeah. For, you know from that standpoint. Well, you remember you know, when so. we were growing up, there was a lot of preachers out there that would step on toes. <laughs> they don't do that anymore. Right. They don't want right. to. They don't want to make this person upset and that person upset, so they just kind of avoid the subjects. Yes, yes. They may, they may take their money or their tithes somewhere else, so let's not upset yep. this person or that yep. person. You know, I mean, and the thing about it is, um, I can say here in Fort Wayne, there has been numerous um, scandals with pastors. Um, who are just aren't living it th- themselves? They're just in it for the money. Yes, yes, and and there and, and there is prestige there because you have to realize you have people that watch everything that you do. But you know, you um, notice those churches. I don't want to interrupt you here, but you notice those churches that the pastors are like that are huge churches. Mm. Yes, they're huge. Yeah, it's because they're not I, stepping I, on toes. To make that person just un- uncomfortable because they're living the lifestyle that the way they're living, mm-hmm. you know. Well, the, the the word of God tells us that you know God's judgment is going to start with the church, yep. and you know if it starts there, ooh, nope. I can't imagine what it's going to be like for everyone else. It's going <laughs> <It's laughs> to be hell, basically. I mean, but it but it's but it's one of those things where overall. I, I would try to tell those people who have been hurt. Yes, you have experienced these things while a member of a church or attending a church, but it's not God. 
No, it's not. It's not God. It's, you know, uh, the scripture that comes to mind is uh, Romans 8. I believe it's 8.1. There's no condemnation that for those who are in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. So if that individual is feeling down and out and feel like God doesn't care, that's not God. God loves you. We do have Christ. We do have a thing. If 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 um, anybody wants to message me, when you go into Spotify, you can message us, and I can get some of this information to Vadas because we stay in contact, and you know we'll pray for you about it. So, mm-hmm. but keep on going. Sorry to interrupt you. I just thought I. Had to oh no, that's fine. That's fine. You know, it's just that, like I said, I just want to encourage people to 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 look to God. For, for your strength. Read his word. God's word is the final authority, plain and simple. Um, that's why I call myself a Christian. I don't call myself a Baptist, a Lutheran, or anything. No. I'm, I'm a, a Christ-like person. Exactly. Per- period. You know, I don't have time for denominational games. I have, I have, <laughs> I have given the challenge out to anybody that can show me one denomination, one denomination found in the Bible doesn't exist. No, it doesn't. There's exist. either the so, Jews or the Gentiles. Right, right. You know, and and so, like I said, I don't have time for denominational games. No. If you want to say, you know, this is the Word of God, cool. We 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 could talk about it. We could discuss about it. You know, we we could do whatever we need to do, but ultimately it comes down to what did God say? Yeah. We're not saying that we're not open-minded to things. Right. Right. Which I don't right. want people to think that we're, we are open-minded to things, but you have to put yourself into our shoes to see where we're coming from. And I know that there are a lot of people out there that have come from that same position. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, I mean, that ultimately that's all we, we have to stand on is yeah. God's word. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's that that's that simple. I know so many people to get up, you know, caught up in, you know, all these different things, and and it's like, okay, what does it have to do with walking with God? It doesn't. Period. You know, so word of encouragement to anybody out there that's that's hurting. Um, like Sean has said, feel free to reach out. Um, let me know what you're thinking. Um, we'll discuss if, it if, another if, time. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I am open to that. You know, I mean, this doesn't have to be a one-time yeah. thing. Um, we we want to be able to um, reach people um, that have a heart for God. Yep. Depending and, and we're not, depending on how this goes, this could be a every week occurrence. Yes, definitely, definitely. You know, like I said, this this may be a new ministry for 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 Sean, and if I can help a brother um, reach as many people as he can, I am definitely on board. Well, we're helping 100%. each other. We're not. It's not just me. It's yeah. we're helping each other. Yeah. yeah. And like I've always said all along on on my podcasts, is I want to help you, and in the process, help me. Right. Because right we're Christians, we're supposed to be Christ-like. We're not perfect. I know I'm not. I know <laughs> we are by far from being perfect. 
Right, right. But we strive for that perfection daily. True, true. You might have, you might have to repent of your sins all the time, but you're still striving mm-hmm. for perfection. Right. I mean, but so many people, Sean, that, like I said, that have been burnt by the church, they have stopped striving. Right. Yep. Yep, they have given you know? up. They've given up. They've thrown up yep. their arms and, and said, screw it. I'm done. Yes, yes. And I, and I would tell that person, having done all, stand. Stand. If if nothing else, stand. That shows you what kind of person you are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That you have a backbone. Right, right. You know, I, I, I'm guilty of it. I've, I've given up plenty of times. Oh, Oh yes, but oh yes, that little still small voice that sits there and like a, a angel and the devil on your shoulder, constantly talking mm-hmm. in your ears. Saying, I'm still here. I can't give yeah. up on you. So yeah. Don't give up on me. And the other ear, the one's going, what is yeah. saying? <laughs> Screw him. He's yeah. nothing but hurt you. Give up. Go on. Mm-hmm. You can't. You got that. That. Still, small voice is stronger than the other one. That's true. And I've always said to the point, it's easier to fall than to get back up. <laughs> that, I like that. <laughs> I've always said that it's it's like you're a baby. When you're walk, when you first start taking those steps, you're always going to fall. Mm-hmm. But you get back up and try it again. Right, you're going to fall right. again, but you get back up and try again. And eventually you're going to stop falling and you're going to be walking. You might fall once in a while, trip over something once in a while here and there, but you're going to get right back up and do it again. Mm-hmm. Right. That's how we have to walk our lives. Right. <clears throat> we might fall a lot, but we get back up. Yeah, um, I heard a minister talk about weevils wobble, but they don't fall down. You remember that old toy? Yes, yeah. <laughs> he said every time a Christian gets hit and knocked down, he should be like one of those weevils that wobble, but get right back, bounce right back up, get right, right back up. Yes, yes. And and so so many I've uh, come across uh, over the years. Um, they're always sitting there saying, but I went through this and I did this and how, how could God love me and how could the church love me and that type of thing. And I, I, I developed a motto that I live by and that is you've heard where I've been, but what is most important is where I'm at. Yep. Yep. You know, I mean, we, we've all have sinned. And falling short of the glory of God. Yeah. But we don't have to wallow in it. No. That's what that's what Satan in, in the darkness wants us to do. To stop striving, to stop um, seeking out God's face, to live in condemnation. But God just wants just the opposite. Yep. If if you do nothing, all he wants you to do is stand on him. Yep. You 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 may you may never sing another song. You may never preach an, another sermon. You may never do whatever. But what it comes down to is just standing on God. Footprints in the sand. Yeah. Yeah. He'll carry you. That is so true. As long as you that stand so on true. him, he will carry you. Yep. Yep. 
but every you know i think part of the problem is too is everybody wants instant gratification because we're so used to fast food we get it hot now you know everybody thinks that when you fall and you get back up that things are going to be better right then and right there <laughs> <laughs> It, you you, you, you got to learn that lesson. Yep. Whatever lesson it is he's trying to teach you, you got to learn that. Yep. And then there will be progress. Yep. <laughs> it takes a long time. It, 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 it does. It's not it does. fast food. Yep. And yeah, fast yep. food's good, but it's not fast food. Yep. That is so true. Even that if is you so think, true. Even if you think about it, sometimes you get fast food, it's still cold. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah it's uh i think we're you know going back to what we're talking about i think part of the problem with churches nowadays is the politics of the church step True. away from the politics and look at what god wants if god calls you to the ministry to be a minister how can the church stop you Mm. How? That's true. How can it stop you? Is it is it is it tying God's hands? Mm. Because you're called, and you go to the next church, and they say, "Well, we can't because you're divorced." So somebody's tying somebody's hands, and I know it sure is God tying your hands. Right, right. I I know for me um, to give me some satisfaction. Um, working with the mentally challenged as I do now. Um, like I said, that that is my cur- current ministry. Um, and oftentimes when I feel down and out and, you know, having a pity party, God says, you know, hey, what you do for the least of these, yep. you do for me. Yep. You know, so, okay, so I may not have a congregation of, a you know, 12,000 people and preaching every you know every other day and all this other stuff yep but 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 i'm still ministering to to god's people yep and i and i know a lot of people out there can't do what i do exactly um you know they're they're afraid of the 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 challenge um but like i said so it is, i am still ministering in in just a different fashion yes yeah. you're you're setting by example too Right. You and they don't see somebody that's out partying and doing this, that, and whatnot, living, mm. living like the world itself. They see you the right. way you walk. You mm-hmm. can walk the walk mm-hmm. and talk the talk. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, it's, it's a real, for those that haven't been in it, it's, it's, it's not really you know, something that they think about. But for those that have, that have been burnt by the churches, and by, it's, mm-hmm. it's not so much just the church itself. It's not all the members. There's just certain individuals that have burned you. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, right. you know, it's a hard walk. It is. <laughs> It is, and and Christ forewarned us to uh, expect these things. Nope. Um, but but nonetheless, it, it still stings when it happens. It does. 
you know, and, and it's it's no wonder why so many people have either left Christendom or have went to other um, beliefs. I know that's one of the reasons why um, the Muslim faith yep. is is growing leaps and yep. bounds. Um, you know that type of thing. So it's like I said, it's an ongoing battle, but people just have to take a step back and not allow Satan to continue to blind them. Exactly. You know. Um, so yeah, that's well, that's where things are at right now with me. And you're pretty much in the same boat I'm in. So it's <laughs> a it's a long journey. Some of us, yes, it does take a little bit longer than others to get through. Well, <laughs> yes, yes. But hey, in the in the long run, as long as I make it to heaven, I could care less because I don't want to go the right. other place. That's and true. Everybody that's thinks true. that's going to be a big party in itself, and that could be another subject in itself. So, oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's a, uh, it's. I kind of like this. You bring more out of me than than I do by myself when I, I'm, I'm on here listening to stuff. And I think maybe this is what this is missing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, definitely. But, definitely. You know, it's it's something that I don't know if you'd have enough time to do it every week or whatnot. But you know, I can always make time. Like I said, it doesn't take that long to do. And then once you get talking, time flies. I mean, we're in here almost right. We're almost 30, 34 minutes already. And it doesn't seem like it took that long. Right, right. So I mean I mean that's something we can discuss uh, discuss about later okay. and stuff. But okay. uh yeah. For everybody that's listening, this is my big brother. Well, he's my little big brother because he's taller <laughs> than I am. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and uh it's been a good talk and we can definitely 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 do it again I think I think, yes, without a doubt. I think this would be good for both of us actually I agree and, I agree and you know this could not only help me but it's going to help you too and who knows mm-hmm. how many others it's going to help that 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 is so true that is so you know, true like I say if it helps one person then you've done your job yeah, it's been worth it. It's, it's been, been worth it. Well worth it. And I think even if it does does one help help that one person, it's God's still gonna say, Well done and all good and faithful servant. Mm-hmm. Because you help that one that one person that I've been telling you about for a long time. That mm-hmm. one person that I've been telling you to t- reach out and touch that one time. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. <laughs> Well, like I said at the beginning, I, I it's it's been an honor. Um, any way that I can help you reach your goals, you you know I'm all about. Oh, I know. We we we've been brothers in the trenches for many of moons, <laughs> and uh, it, and it will continue to be that way. God, that's what forty years. 80. Yeah, you you just had to say. Oh. Hey. You just had to say. I, I was just sitting there thinking, how long is it been? It's been 40. Oh, my goodness. 40. Yeah. I thought 50 at first. I said, no, that would make me 70. Or, right. You know, that would make me seven years old. 
we're we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah, every, I I know. I know. I'm pretty much losing all of mine here. I don't know. I'm I'm thinning. I'm thinning up up front. It's starting to recede a little bit. A little bit. But my head's too big to shave, so I'm not going to shave. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Boy, boy, you're in a rock and a hard place right there. Yeah, I am. So. <laughs> <laughs> but before we go, go ahead and give a word of prayer about us. All righty. <laughs> Heavenly Father, we come to you with thanksgiving and praise as we come into your courts. I thank you for the opportunity to spend time with Sean on his podcast. I pray, the Lord, that you would bless him. Um, to be able to come up with other subjects that um, come to his mind and is put on his heart. I pray that you would give him the courage to stand up when he needs to stand up. I pray, Heavenly Father, for those individuals that are listening. Um, I pray for each and every one of them, Lord, that you would touch their heart and that they'd be able to glean a small nugget, if possible, from this conversation. Um, may this just be a beginning of what you will do in both of our lives. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify, Anchor, and I'm on our heart now, and iTunes, and uh, Elvadas. Yeah, I got a subject for you to think about. This next Alrighty. Week. Okay. Remember when we were talking about the one person that came across and said that's not how a Christian's supposed to act. Mm-hmm. How about let's get into the subject of how a Christian's supposed to act. Okay. So yeah, I, I, I can do that. So let's get into that subject and then maybe we'll do it next week. We'll do another podcast next week. Okay. Sounds good. So thanks again. Uh, that's Solvatis. That's my brother from another mother. So uh, this is Sean from uh, God's Amazing Grace, and uh, we will see you next time. Peace out.